Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello, yay, it's Friday and I'm here talking to you on this beautiful day. I'd like to welcome you again to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Tia Johnson, your spiritual consultant. <clears throat> Excuse me. And today we're going to discuss chakras, gifts from spirit, energy centers of your body. For domestic callers, the phone number is 619-996-1641. And for international callers, you have to use Skype. That phone number is 917 889 7908. Now, chakras, I just want to give you uh, just a little background in regards to me and chakras because I'm also going to talk about Reiki and chakras later on in the show. <clears throat> I am a certified Reiki practitioner under the Yusui technique. And uh, I, like I said earlier, I will talk briefly about Reiki and how it relates to the chakras. Now, the term chakra is Sanskrit for uh, turning or uh, wills, so it's like a vortex of energy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down the seven chakras, how they relate to uh, certain things throughout your life, uh, give you uh, other backgrounds to the chakras, like the elements associated with and how you can heal. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then we'll talk about the gifts part and how the chakras relate to uh, you being clairaudient, clairvoyant. And then we'll talk about the reiki and the chakras. So the first chakra is located at the base of your spine, and that's the root chakra. The color for that chakra is red. And a concern or an issue that you would have with that chakra and how it relates to your everyday life will be survival and security. Now, if you're a person who's very secure, uh, say, um, financially, and like just all the way around, um, then your base, or excuse me, your root chakra is very good. And that would, the contrast, the opposite of that would be insecurity. So that means that you'll have problems with your basic needs and wants. For example, you may feel um, self-centered, insecure. You might have a tendency to be greedy or violent because there's this this feeling of I need, need, need because I don't have. So say, for example, you're with someone who, um, say you had a, a buffet and this person has to get all the food because they say, like, because it won't be there. It's that feeling of insecurity. It has to get everything right now, right here, because I don't know the next time I might get this. An element associated with the root chakra is earth, which makes sense because earth is associated with the ground, the foundation, and you can't build anything without a strong foundation. So when you think of root, think of base, earth, so uh, earth as the element, body symptoms. Some of the body symptoms you would have with uh, your root chakra are uh, kidney problems, bowel problems, legs, spine, colon, things towards the bottom of your body. And this is because this is also part of your foundation. For example, if you have uh, bad knee problems, knees hold up a good portion of your body. So you may want to think about, hey, what in my life is um, not sturdy as it should be? So it could be your job, it could be uh, friendships, it could be just about anything. So it's just good to look at that. Next, uh, other issues and concerns, uh, matters of, uh, 
excuse me, relating to the material world. So just think about a person who has a compulsive need to shop for a bunch of clothes. They may feel like they have to cover up to protect themselves from whatever the case may be because there's that lack of security. Now, some of the uh, stones that can help you are a red jasper and a bloodstone. These are colors associated with red, and they will help you to um, to heal. Of course, you're not just going to use a crystal. You're going to use more than that, but that's just one way you can um, you can help yourself. The next chakra, just moving upwards, upwards is uh, your sacral chakra. Now, uh, this is just below the navel. The color is orange, and this is in regards to intimacy, self, uh, self-respect, sex, and the element is water. So also, oh, you know, I like to mention about the root chakras going back. Uh, you tend, you, you develop this root chakra between um, when you're first born and the age of three. And as I talk throughout the show, you'll see how the ages really relate well to the, the chakras. Because when you're a kid, you want that sense of security. You want to know that your family is there, that your friends are there, someone to protect you. When you're a kid, you don't know. The world's new. So if this isn't developed at an early stage, you tend to see it, and people as an adult, a sense of need because of something that they lacked early on. So back to the sacral. You develop this between ages three and eight. And like I said, it's just below the navel. The color is orange. It deals with intimacy, self-respect, and sex. And the element is water. Now, uh, in, in regards to this, a concern or issue, a concern or issue would be, of course, to um, have an intimate relationship with people. Um be able to uh, be open uh, in, in your sexual uh, activity. I'm not saying to sleep with a lot of people. I mean to be comfortable with your sexuality and uh, be able to uh, give and receive the emotions, desire, be able to express that. The fifth side of that would be the need to possess fear of intimacy and um, a lack of mystery to yourself. Um, you'll be more promiscuous because there aren't um, many boundaries there. So, with that being said, some of the um, the organs or, or glands in your system that would be affected would be your reproductive system. So, you have problems with that or, say, your bladder or prostate. It's a sign that your sacral chakra is out of balance. And you can also you could do meditations to help you with any of these chakras, a chakra issue that you may have. So, uh, some of the gemstones you can use are canadian or a gold topaz, and there's lots of gems so you can use to help you. But these are just some that are the same color as orange that can help you with this. And next, your third chakra is your solar plexus, which is just above the navel. This color is orange, and the concerns or issues that deal with this chakra are your self-worth, your determination, your personal identification. And the element associated with this is fire. Now, the opposite of someone who uh, shows self-worth and determination will be someone who is uh, self-centered and they don't have a sense of identity. So this person may be someone who is just um, always changing their personality. You feel like you never really get a chance to know them because they're just all over the place with themselves. So um, also, this person may have... um, also, anger and fear, digestive problems. And some of these chakras relate, well, not some, they all relate to each other, but some relate closely to um, other chakras than um, some of the, the other ones that are further up the list. For example, the sacral and the solar plexus really go hand in hand. 
And then um, also uh, the body symptoms, other body symptoms that you will experience with uh, deal with your liver, um, stomach problems, things like that, because it's right next to your navel. Just like uh, you get a good feeling about somebody, say when you um, you really care about a person, you get like a butterfly kind of feeling in your stomach. Well, that's what this is associated with, your your your, your uh, determination to find someone. And then uh, in regards to your, your sacral chakra, the intimacy part. So this is why it's hand-in-hand. Hand. The sacral is just above, the sacral chakra is just above your navel, and, um, excuse me, just below. And your solar plexus is just above your navel. So you can see how they relate because they're right there in the center. Um, moving on. Oh, yeah. And let's see what other notes I have here. Oh, yeah. So now your gland and organs be covered at your stomach, your liver. So if you're experiencing problems with that, you can always just meditate and focus on those areas in which you're having problems. <clears throat> Excuse me. And as you meditate, you should be able to. Uh, pick up on what's going on. For example, it may be that uh, you had a past relationship that um, it ended badly or something you just didn't like about the relationship and you decided to just, uh, over time, just forget about it, just want not to remember anything about it. And it just so happens that this little memories of that relationship comes up and a new one, you might think to yourself, oh, I hope he doesn't do this or I hope he doesn't do that and not really realizing the source of these feelings, well, that's it. So if you focus on those chakras to uh, cleanse the negative debris from a previous relationship, you won't go into the next relationship with intimacy issues and, and other issues like that. Moving on to the next chakra, which is your heart chakra. Now, your heart chakra is located at your heart. The color of this chakra is green. However, there are other colors associated with this chakra, like pink. Um, the concerns or issues that are associated with this chakra are compassion, unconditional love, and tenderness, and also being vulnerable because you can't fall in love completely with someone without opening the gates to your heart, so to speak, letting down your uh, walls of defense. You have to let people in. So a person who is not as compassionate or loving will be a person who has the inability to give love and um, has issues with self-love. So they may feel out of balance and emotionally unstable because they're just trying to figure out what's going on in their um, their love life. So the element associated with that is air. And I really like this because uh, when you're in love, you feel like you're on cloud nine, you're real, like, on this different plane, like, oh, I'm so in love, I can fly. And I'd just like to go back to the solar plexus because I forgot to mention the age, you develop your solar plexus around the ages of 8 to 12. Now, um, what I like to say about just the age part, things are really coming together because when a per, when a, a kid is, say, like a preteen when they're 12 and they really know what's happening, they start to develop an identity, what they like, what they don't like. For example, little girls may like Hannah Montana. They're trying to figure out what's cool. So now you're starting to see how the ages are starting to um, play a role. And the heart chakra, you begin to develop that between the ages of 12 and 15. Then you're starting to see how it's really coming together because if, for all you parents out there who had to deal with teenagers and, and multiple boyfriends or, oh, I have a crush on whatever the case may be, you start to see how um, certain things or why certain things take place at a certain uh, age. For example, um, a kid who's four 
may love their parent, but a kid who is, um, say, 14 may want, want to go run and go on dates with Josh or Jane, whatever, and that's that's all they know. Like, oh, I'm so in love, yada, yada, yada. That's the case. That's what they can think about at that moment. And so you start to see the dynamics of uh, different um, shifts of energy take place in these chakras because they're all developing. They're not set, so to speak. So while while a child's growing up and they're developing these chakras, it, it could be a little haywire at first because, again, they're discovering things, they're getting into um, other uh, events in their lives, and it's not until they realize that they have to balance it that things start to come together. Sometimes they may know, and, and they do balance it, and they're good. But this is just examples of how things come together. So the body symptoms, of course, it would be the heart that would be affected, um, the immune system, and the lessons that can be learned with the heart chakra are um, divine, unconditional love, of course, and forgiveness. This is a big one because <clears throat> if if you have something or if you experience something really uh, bad in your life, you tend to hold a grudge, and the grudge tends to be hold right in your chest. You get... Um, chest pains, your throat bothers you because you want to say what's on your mind, you want to get it out. But if you're holding a grudge, it's stuck right there where your heart chakra is located. So you need to forgive in order to move on. And I know that's hard, but the best thing you can do is forgive to move on. So the gems you can use for the heart chakra are your emerald uh, crystal, green and pink tourmaline, malachite, or a rose quartz. A rose quartz is the uh, most popular stone to use for your heart chakra. Next, going upward again, is your throat chakra. And your throat chakra is located at your throat. The color is blue. It's for self-expression, creativity. And I like to say the element for this uh, chakra is sound because you're voicing your opinion. You're being creative. Uh, this is developed between the ages of 15 to 21. And I like this because this is where we really start to say, you know what, no, I want this for myself. And in these years, we start to say more of what we're thinking, what we're meaning, especially when we're talking to our parents, like, no, I don't agree with you, that's for you, that's not for me. So this is where we really become vocal. And even if we're children who are creative beforehand, this really starts to show now, it really starts to be a predominant part of our lives. <clears throat> so a person who um, who has a really good balanced throat chakra would be trusting, they will have more um they will realize the, the freedom of creative expression and uh, speaking their mind. Someone whose chakra is out of balance will not be able to speak up so much. They will be afraid or um, they might have this placement, say they might uh, see something they don't like somewhere, but instead of confronting that person, they might go somewhere else and talk about it. Uh, it would be an excessive kind of um, chattering, like they would over-talk but not really say much. That that would be an... Um, and another example of an unbalanced throat chakra. Some of the organs that would be affected or glands that would be affected with the throat chakra are the thyroid, the hypothalamus, and um, the, the tonsils. You would have a sore throat. And, again, it, even if you um, say you have bronchitis or some other form of throat issue, it could be just that for the moment it could be something that you don't like. I'm not um, saying that because you have a sore throat that you're – throat chakra just way out of balance. No, it just it just could have been something that just bothered you that you might not 
uh, realize at the time, say, um, someone cut you off while you're driving, you're like, this is crazy. But you may not have said it the way you want to, or maybe you just didn't get a chance to tell the person how you feel because you don't want to start anything serious, or maybe you're in a hurry, so you're holding that in, you're holding that grudge in, so to speak, and then you go somewhere else, and you forget about it. You just you forget about the accident altogether until later on your throat gets a little scratchy at night, and then you might tell your husband or wife, whatever, like, oh, yeah, I was in this car accident, or almost I was in an accident, and this person was hit. You get into the story, then your throat clears because you voiced your opinion. Later on, you voiced your opinion, but you still did it, so that will help your throat. So, uh, which you can um, use to help you with that, uh, the gym-wise, is turquoise, an aquamarine, or a lapis lazuli. And I really love these crystals. They're so pretty. They're a pretty blue color. And um, this will also help you with your writing, uh, being creative, all that good stuff. And, again, you can meditate with these crystals. You can hold up to your throat. Just concentrate on that altogether. There's many ways you can do this to help yourself. The next chakra is your third eye chakra, and this is located between your eyebrows. <clears throat> the color is indigo blue or purple, and a concern or an issue with this would be your intuition, your inspiration, and clarity. And I like the word inspiration because it reminds me of being in spirit, being connected to uh, the spirit. So um, I like to say that the element for this is light because you're being enlightened. You can you can use your third eye to uh, to see. So uh, with that being said, a person who has a good balanced third eye chakra will uh, have the uh, ability, again, for uh, good intuition and uh, good clarity. Now, if it's out of balance, you would have uh, you would experience an inability to let go logical thinking. And while it is good to have logical thinking, sometimes you just have to realize that some things just are. And I always like to use the example of the wind. Logical thinking is if if I see it, then it's there. Well, one logical thing is if I can see it, if I can touch it, bam, it's, it's, it's solid, it's there. But the wind, you can't see it, but you can feel it. And that's what I like to believe God is like. Like sometimes you can't see him, but you can feel him. You might feel love. You know, you can't actually see love, but you can feel it. So it's okay to let go of some logical thinking. Also, it's good to be a healthy skeptic. What I'm saying is, say you have a feeling that um, you're going to hit the lottery, so you decide to play a bunch of lotto numbers. Well, logic would say, hey, it's probably not good to spend $100 worth of lotto tickets if you only have $100 to spare. But it's good to be an optimist. So you might want to spend just a few dollars on lotto tickets. So it's good to be healthy about it, have a balance there. Uh, So... A crystal you can use for um, your third eye is an amethyst, a crystal quartz, and a sapphire. And you develop this third eye chakra in, in your, your young adult years, say 21 and um, beyond. And sometimes some people don't develop their third eye chakra. And um, that's just one of those chakras that if you develop it, it's great. If you don't, you, you really do miss out. Um, you would experience tension and headaches as a result of not focusing or developing your third eye chakra. But if you do, you would gain insight. Your imagination will also um, be established more. And this also works with uh, your your throat chakra because your throat chakra has to do with expression 
And your third eye, you would gain vision. For example, say you got a vision to create something great. Like, oh, I had this vision of this great um, art project I should do. Bam, you have a vision, and then your throat chakra help you express that that vision and, and make it um, uh, more um, real in the sense that people can, other people can see it, not just you. So uh, this chakra has to do with the pituitary gland, the left eye, and also the nose. So, again, you see how chakras are related to each other, how they come about, and, and how you can develop them over time. Now, the last chakra is the crown chakra. That's the very top of your head. And uh, that is the color associated with that chakra is the violet color. It could be uh, um, silver, gold, white color. It, it, it concerns with knowing the unknown and being connected with the divine, spirit, God, God, however you want to um, call the spirit or God, whoever. Also, uh, I'd like to say the element for this chakra is spirit because you're connecting with God, the divine, all that good stuff. Now, a person whose crown chakra is out of sorts would um, would experience a, a sense of despair, um, not being able to connect with people. So, with that being said, a person may um, may be introverted. They may not want to. They might be a little bit of an antisocial person. They just don't know how to connect to people. They're trying to figure out who they are, where they're going to go in life, because they don't have a a connecting to them to anyone. So, and and this is actually, this is one of the chakras that's actually open from a young age, and you just develop it over time. So it's one of those things where if you're a child and you have a very active imagination and you're connected, you would just know things. So children may know what's going on in a household. Say if, uh, if someone died in the family or if parents are going through something, children would know, and they'll ask the parents, but the parents don't want to discuss it just yet because they think a child may not um, know, may not understand, or maybe they don't want to discuss their business with the child. But children and and the uses of their crown chakra is just really advanced. But over time, if it's not developed or if, uh, say, the child may experience ridicule for just knowing things or being asked, why do you know this? Who told you that? that cr- the crown chakra, the ability to use that crown chakra may uh, diminish, just, I like to imagine on the scale of 1 to 10, and if it's a 10, it may go down to a 2, and they're not as open to it. So in their adult lives, they had to uh, reestablish that connection. And meanwhile, they would experience um, uh, uh, headaches, migraine headaches, and other things like that because they need to open up their crown chakra again. So uh, crystal you can use for that is an amethyst, a diamond, a clear quartz and selenite. A selenite really good for cleansing out all the auric fields. It's really, really good. A clear crystal is really powerful. And uh, again, you experience uh, migraines, uh, your nervous system, your left eye would be affected slightly, and um, you would you would feel it. You would know that something is wrong. So, with all those chakras involved, and in, in your your body, they're your energy centers. So. With each chakra, your energy can be balanced, and you would be tapped into that that uh, intuition, the power you'd be secure, loving, creative, or you would um, experience problems here and there. 
And if one chakra is out of balance, then that relates to another chakra. As you can see, the um, the root chakra, the uh, sacral chakra, the solar plexus, they're connected. So you can see that if you focus on these chakras, you will be healthier. Is <laughs> what I'm saying. You will be able to uh, expand more. You understand. You will understand more what's going on in your life. You will pick up on various things throughout your life, and you can understand why things happen, how things happen, and how you can use the chakras, just focusing on them, how you can use that to better your life, to um, help other people, too. Because once you learn something really cool, the next best thing you can do is share the information and teach other people. So with that being said, I'm going to go to a quick break. We'll come back and we get to uh, the gifts of the chakras. Welcome back 
to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa on blogtalkradio.com. Now I'm going to talk about uh, the chakras and your gifts. So I'm going to discuss the four clairs, and clear, C-L-A-I-R, means clear. So these are the four clears of uh, your chakras that help you um, throughout your, your daily life that, that give you insight and all that good stuff. So the first clear I like to talk about is clear sentient. That's C-L-A-I-R-S-E-N-T-I-E-N-C-E. So now if you're clear sentient, it means you have a sense of feelings. You're, you clearly feel people and their emotions. So these people are also known as being an empath. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you're really connected to someone, you will automatically feel how they feel at any given moment. If they're, um, say, if they're really scared or excited, whatever the case may be, you can feel that. And being clear sentient is related to the heart. So this is one reason why when people are in love, they feel extra excited or just um, very eerie, they, they spend their own cloud nine when they're truly in love. It's just how they feel. Now, even if, uh, say, you're watching TV, you're watching the news, and there was a murder, and it, it could be somewhere in a whole other township, another place in the world, you just feel so sad about it, and you, you just you have to turn off the TV. Well, this is one of the reasons why you're strongly suggested not to watch the news right before you go to bed, because if you are clairsentient, you will pick up on that, and it's it's a bit difficult to let go of that feeling because you feel how the person feels, whether it's the family, friends, you feel their loss. So when you are working on your heart chakra, focus on being clairsentient but setting boundaries so that way you're not this uh, overwhelmed person who's feeling everyone's feelings. Next is, is clairvoyance, being clairvoyant. So clairvoyance is C-L-A-I-R-V-O-Y-A-N-C-E. Now this is second sight, a seared, clear seeing. Now this has to do with your third eye chakra. So say, uh, like I was saying before, you get a vision to start a project to do something. Well, this is related to your third eye. Or even if you're meditating and you receive a vision of, say, say you're meditating for a job, to find love, to find um, a car, a dress, whatever the case may be, you meditate. Like, hey, where do I need to go? What should I look for? And, and you get a vision of a building or a street sign, whatever, or a person's face, something like that. That's your clear, uh, clear scene. You're getting a vision of somewhere you should go. Now, clear audience. This has to do with also your throat chakra, and there also are air chakras. And um, you basically are clear hearing, so it's C-L-A-I-R-A-U-D-I-E-N-C-E. And this is hearing, uh, and I was also being uh, telephic. So if you have uh, telephic abilities, you just pick up on what people are saying. For example, uh, say you with your spouse, and... Um, they're ready to go. You're at a party, it's lame, and you just hear, I'm ready to go. But meanwhile, you're having fun, but you just keep feeling like, why am I thinking like I should go? You go and talk to your spouse, and your spouse says, yeah, this this party is whack. And that's what you're picking up on, Some someone who's saying something like, I'm ready to go. Or it could be that you're meditating, and um, 
the divine is saying you need to exercise. You need to get more air. You need to do yoga. Well, this is spirit communicating with you saying that in order for you to be at your optimal self, you need to do this. So this is another way you can um, use these gifts to help you. And also, if you notice, when you um, when you have a um, a, uh, a ear problem, a nose issue or throat issue, you go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor. It's all in one. Well, guess what? The ear, nose, and throat chakra are all related. Now, I know I didn't talk much about the ear chakra because it's not a main chakra, but if you think, even the nose chakra, it's not a main chakra, but uh, if you think about it, it's all related. So this is just another way you can see how each of these chakras are related to other um, chakras. And there's a, the next uh, clear is called clear cognizant. That's C L A I R C O G N I Z A N C E. I know, very long word. Clear cognizant. Now this is associated with your crown chakra. It has to do with clear knowledge, just knowing. Again, sometimes <laughs> you may talk to someone and they finish your sentence, or they might say, "I know." Well. Most of the time, if that person is uh, clear cognizant, then yes, they do just know. <laughs> so it's, it can be frustrating at times, but yeah, this person will will just know. They know how you're feeling. They know what you're thinking. Don't worry. I know my sellers here are like, wait a minute, this person was out feeling and thinking. That's with, that's only if they're really connected to you and if they're connected to their spiritual self. But people aren't going to abuse this because, let's be honest, we don't want to know what our boss is thinking or what the person next to us on the self is thinking. No, it's just for our inner spiritual growth. So if you want to be um, clear cognizant, you want to focus on your crown chakra. And I know some people out there are thinking, hmm, if that's the case, hit the lottery. Trust me, I try. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's tapping into all-knowing. So the minor um, clears that I want to talk about is being uh, using the clear smell and the clear taste. Clear gustance, C-L-A-I-R-G-U-S-T-A-N-C-E, is clear taste. Now, this means that you are somewhere and you taste something that's something of a food or drink and it's not around. You haven't had it. For example, one of my brother's friends uh, say one time, why do I taste olives? And I'm like, I don't know. There's no olives in the house. And then uh, my mom went to the supermarket uh, over the weekend and she bought olives and he ate olives. So that's just another way. So say you taste salt water. You're like, ooh, why did I taste this? Well, that could be a sign that you're going to the beach. Ooh, vacation. So yeah, that could be a sign of what's to come. Another one is clear olfactory or clear scent, and that is smell. For example, when my grandfather passed away, I, well, at the time, I didn't know he passed away. I smelled his cologne, his wild country cologne, and it smelled as if he was standing right next to me. This was a very strong scent. And so I'm thinking, well, wow, what's, you know, what's going on here? And I found out a few days later that he did, in fact, pass away. So there are a lot of uh, clears that are used, that can be used to help you figure out what's going on. Again, you have clear sentient for um, clear feeling, so you get a feel of what's going on. You can even get a feel of, um, say, how genuine a person is. If you walk into um, a room, whatever the case may be, even if the person is dressed very well and you talk to this person and you get that something is just not right, 
you're most likely right that something just isn't right. Follow that instinct and keep it moving. Clairvoyance, you get a sight about something, a vision, and you can this even applies to uh, dreaming. You get you get visions during dreams. You can be daydreaming and you receive a vision. Act on it. If you get a vision about, uh, say, I don't know, um, a store selling uh, ice cream for free. Say you you get a vision of a guy with an ice cream cone holding on his hand. Maybe you you might get a free ice cream. So you go to the local ice cream store, and it just so happens that they're giving out ice cream to the first ten people. Whatever. It's good to follow visions. Next, uh, clear audience. You might hear something like, "No, don't take that route. Drive this route." Even though it's the longer route. Even though it's the less scenic route, but it could be that when you go home and turn on the news, you figure out that something happened, an accident happened on your usual route, and traffic is backed up. So you go the other way, and you got home faster, just in time for dinner. That's clear cognizant, clear knowing, just knowing how people are, what they're thinking, just being in tune to people. And I'm like this with, with my friends. We are on the, well, my closest friends. We are on the same page. You know, um, she doesn't even have to call. I didn't already know how she's feeling. I would call her a couple of days later, and she's like, "Yeah, that's exactly how it's feeling." I just know. The things you just know. Um, and and then the clear scent and clear gusting taste and smell, they can just be hints of what's to come. So just keep all that in mind and how it applies to your your daily life and how you can. Use those to help you. There have been times where I um, I was in the store just trying to find my brother. We were in New York and um, we were in the the Toys R Us and he was visiting his girlfriend. So I went and got a a nice cream cone. I was walking around and I couldn't find them. So I just said a little prayer and I just asked you know to be showed the way where they are. And I just heard no, make left, go right, you know, or go straight, something like that. And I found them right then and there. So it does help. So just think about that when you need um, that to help you out. So I'm going to go to a caller. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. This is Bernadette. Oh, good. Can you give us a little background about yourself? Um, Well, I am a mother of three. And I'm currently a self-practicing massage practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You said you're a what practitioner? Certified massage practitioner. Oh, so very cool. Wow. So I bet you experience a lot of energies going on with you through your practice. Um. Yeah, yeah, I do, and um, sometimes I I think I take on other people's stuff. So I'm I've used some of your videos to kind of help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just want to say thanks for the videos. Oh, and you're welcome. I was listening to the show about the chak the chakras and um, mm-hmm. the clair the clair the different types of clairs. You're right. Um, so I was wondering if you have time for like a little reading. For me? Sure. Okay. Do you have a specific question or you just want a general? Just a, a general. Because um, lately I've been working, the type of people that have been coming to me, you know, come to me for pain. But mm-hmm. 
sometimes I I think I'm not getting what they want or I think I know what they they're coming in for but at the end of the session you know I have that feeling like well um I hope that what I did worked right right well when you when you do your sessions um there's two types of people that come in the, there are those that come in and who really want help and are open to getting massage and, and having their um their um their uh, their tender points or points that's just really stiff, broken apart and relaxed. And there are those that uh aren't so willing to be open. Like you are right, but it's just mm-hmm. a matter of uh people willing to accept the truth that they need to relax and open up themselves. So what you're doing is right and you are picking up the right energy from them that they're just like, Oh, I don't wanna because when you're massaging, it's like Ray K. It's hands-on. It's an intimate setting. Some people are uncomfortable with that. But you are on the right track. And, yes, you are an empath. You do feel what, what they feel. Um, you also uh, focus on your um, your navel area, your, um, your solar plexus chakra, um, definitely your heart chakra because that's where you're, you're, um, you're getting all that feeling from. And you can also f- focus on your uh, your throat chakra. This uh, continue to explain to them that it's comfortable setting, it's okay. You don't have to worry about anything that happens on this session going any further. They just they, their wall defense had to be broken down. That's that's the um, the main issue that's going on here. So when you go into this session, what you can do is just. Clear out your, uh, your your sacral chakra, so that way you won't get so much of a um, a butterfly kind of feeling, not an anxious feeling. Mm-hmm. Open up your heart chakra, but you can put like a net over a golden net, so that way only the good parts come out from them, and they can keep all of their anxiety and all the other parts to them. And with your throat chakra, you can you can even put like a little sign somewhere saying, "You are in a relaxed environment. There are no worries here." You could do like that. Okay, because I have noticed, like when people call me lately, I've been myself been feeling nervous. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah you nervous get, before the session. Right. Right. Focus on your your lower chakra, especially that sacral chakra. Just focus on that. This uh, you can even surround yourself when you go to the session. You can get a pretty decorative yellow scarf tied around your waist. And and you could just use that as like a uh, a physical kind of boundary setter for you, so that way you don't have to worry so much about picking them on all their anxiety. <clears throat> okay. Um, and is there anything else that you're picking up on on me as far as like um, my chakras besides the solar and the throat? Because the throat for me has always been an issue, like um, being able to to speak up. Not only yeah. in, my, in my private practice, but also in my private life. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do, actually I have um, a couple of affirmations I'm going to say later on, and I'm also going to do a, a video for the throat chakra next. But meanwhile, what you can do is you can um, put your hands, like just lay them slightly over your throat and just say, today is the day where I will speak up for as long as I need to speak up. And then each day you wake up, you can just say, I am now a very vocal person. And then the next day you can say, you know, you just like elevate so that way it continues on. You can just focus on that. You can also get uh, any type of blue crystal is is um, 
is uh, very good for you. You can go on uh, HealingCrystals.com. I had a uh, a crystal specialist on the show uh, two Fridays ago, and I absolutely love their crystals. So you can go there and get it. And um, the affirmations are really good, but you could just just um, I like to tap the throat a little bit. Like that's what I do with my third eye. You could just take your first uh, three fingers and just tap it and just say, "My voice vibrates. People will hear me. I can express myself freely." And people understand me. You can do that. You can look in the mirror. Matter of fact, you can um just uh, get your hair brush and pretend it's a microphone and start singing. Just sing to yourself, you know. Get some Madonna, 80s or whatever, and you can just sing and sing and sing and sing, and that works really well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. You have a great day. All right. Thanks. You too. Yeah, so that was a really good caller. I know for years I had um I had problems with um migraines and it actually didn't start till my later adult years, which is actually when the uh crown chakra starts to happen and when I started meditating and I started saying things like, um, my I I um oh gosh, what did I say? I didn't include words like uh my migraine is this and I can't do that. I just said things like my mind is relaxed. I just try to really focus on relaxing <clears throat> and really just focusing on not having any more migraines. And I can say that I no longer have migraines. So next is Reiki and chakras. Now, Reiki and chakras really go hand in hand because, one, Reiki deals with a lot of different colors, and Reiki, or excuse me, and chakras are associated with loads of colors. And when um, when Reiki is um, being performed, that, that energy used through Reiki um, is, is focused on the chakras. Now, to break down the word Reiki, R-E-I means universal, and K-E, the K-I means life force. So Reiki actually means universal life force. So with that being said, if you were to... Um, experience uh, reiki being performed on you is it's a use of the universal life force with your own energy. So it's like your own energy being amplified and your chakras being cleared from debris. Uh, so you might ask, well, when should I get reiki? How often should I get reiki? Well, it, it depends on your situation. Reiki itself, uh, it shouldn't take that long to be performed. But, again, it depends. If you're a person who has a lot of intimacy issues and you really need to get to the root of why you had that, it could take a little longer. But the flip side, the flip side to that is is that experiencing Reiki is really uplifting because it's like you, you're, say, you're, you're dense, like you're really, really dense. You just feel heavy and um, you're just, like, down to the ground. But then as you receive Reiki, you're, like, lifted and you're like all this negative energy that was a part of you is now gone. So um, with, with each um, Reiki, um, uh, I guess, experience that you go through, you will become more enlightened. So you might not eat the same foods. You might not hang around the same people because your vibration is being um, lifted up to somewhere where it's more healthier for you. So also when I use Reiki, I I focus on the rainbow colors. So, um, for example, when you went through all the colors earlier, the red, the orange, the yellow, so forth and so forth, each color 
has its own vibration, which is connected to each chakra. So when you when I'm doing the Reiki on myself, I'm focusing on that universal energy, which is related to a color, which is related to a chakra. So now you're seeing how lots of things are coming together. And also I use the clears. So I'm clairsentient. So if I haven't um, done any Reiki on myself in a while, then I'll just tune into myself like, hey, what do, what do I feel like needs help? And you can do that to yourself. You'll say like, hey, what part of my body feels like it needs some um some about help, some therapy, some ease, ease of tension. I do that, and when I do that, I realize that oh man, it may be my um my heart or my throat or my head, whatever the case may be, or maybe even my um uh, my third eye. You know, sometimes um when when you're dealing with the clears and and your um all the all your chakras, it can be a little bit overwhelming because there's a lot of knowledge and energy, and Reiki helps you balance that. Reiki helps you to focus on your energy, understand your energy, and 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 helps you to how to properly use the energy. So it is a really good technique to learn, and it's really good uh, to use on yourself as well as other people because energy isn't meant to be stale; it's meant to to flow. So the energy comes through a Reiki practitioner. And then onto you, and then through you onto the next person. Because when you experience energy, you tend to share it. If you're in love, people notice. When you're in love, if you're angry, people notice that. So you, whether you love it or not, spread your energy. So Reiki helps you to to balance that energy out. But when you experience that, you have to be open. Just like our last caller, her clients have to be open to experiencing that uh, service that she's giving. And that's what Reiki is. It's a service, like what she does is a service. And that's sort of where a lot of clear sentient people get trapped because they want to be of service. They want to help. They want to heal. But the people who come to them are either people who really want to help or kind of want to help but are afraid, which is okay if they're afraid, but empaths feel it. So we have to know to set boundaries. And that's where Reiki comes in. It helps us set boundaries. It helps us to meditate better. It helps us... Um, clean out our insides because some people always, well, at least people tell me, I wonder how my inside look. I wonder how my organs look. Well, if you do Reiki or if you receive Reiki, your organs will be fine. You don't have to worry about how they look. You don't have to worry at all. So here are just some affirmations. So we're going to start with the bottom one, um, the uh, the bottom chakra, the root chakra. The root chakra is, again, your foundation. It's It's your right. To uh to to exist to um to have uh the ability to take your stance and I also have a video meditation for that on my YouTube channel. You can go on youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Tia Violet. So that's T I A B I O L E T. And the little uh, uh affirmation I have here is I'm um I I am a person who has the right to do. And I just left it dot, 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 because you can fill in the blank. You have the right to do what? To be your foundation, to um, to be you, to you fill in the blank. The next one is uh, <clears throat> your, uh, your uh, sacral chakra, to fill. You have the right to feel love, to feel what? You fill in that blank. I have the right. That's going to be the main thing from the affirmation. I have the right to. 
I have the right to feel blank. Next, um, your third chakra, your sacral chakra, is at to act. I have the right to. So I here I have I have the right to be a doer, to take action, to to um, to experience things. The next one, four, to love. I have the right to love myself, to love people, to love things. Because you have to love yourself first. I was watching Jerry Springer earlier, and it was, or excuse me, Mari, and it was in regards to three guys who just abused their their girlfriend so badly. And one lady who was a former abusee said they don't love themselves, which is why they do this to people. And that's right. So love yourself first. And you won't lo- you won't let anyone to disrespect you. So love yourself. So this one is I had the right to love myself and to love other people, but love yourself first. The next one, your throat chakra to speak. I have the right to speak. I have the right to speak how I feel, or I have the right to say how I feel, to express myself, whether it's writing, creativity, whatever. My voice speaks volumes, and people understand me. The next one, to see, that's your third eye chakra. I have the right to envision my life. I have the right to see my future. I have the right to see myself as you fill in the blank, as um, a traveler, a dancer, a singer, a healer, an accountant, a teacher. You have the right to see yourself however you want to see. Just remember that, you know what I mean? Just what you envision can it come true? Think about many people in this uh, wonderful or on this wonderful earth who had visions. Think of the late great Steve Jobs. He had a great vision and he stuck by it. It took him years to get where he where he was, but he got there. He had a very great vision and he went forward. Yeah, people call him crazy. Oh yeah, but look what look what happened. Even uh oh gosh, I just uh, Bill Gates. He dropped out of an Ivy League college, university. And look at him now. He's not complaining. <laughs> He's very, very rich. So follow your dream. People may call you crazy. People may not understand what you do. But as long as you understand what you do and you have a passion to do what you do and you're doing the right thing to help people, follow that. Follow that. And the last one, to know. You have the right to know what you need to know to get to where you got to get. You have the right to tap into knowledge. Who doesn't want knowledge? Who doesn't? You have the right to know. So those are my mantras or affirmations, whatever you want to call them, and you can fill in the blanks. You can change and do whatever you want to do with them, but just make sure you say it because the more you say it, the more likely you are to believe it. The more likely you are to believe it, the more likely it is to happen. So just keep all of that in mind. And don't forget, I will be loading more meditation videos. I have two on YouTube so far. One is for your heart chakra. And the other one is for your root chakra. Uh, the throat chakra is next, so keep a lookout for that. Um, don't forget to join me on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash the Violet Sanctuary Spa. Oh, I'm looking at the chat room. Oh, yes. Um, is it Naughty Down ADV? You're right. Follow your dreams. You're absolutely right. Yes, follow your dreams. And I have a, a mini video on YouTube that talks about protecting your dreams where uh, you might have a dream to do something and um, because it's so new and fresh in your mind, um, it, it can easily be influenced by people who um, 
who who don't want to see you succeed or those who do want you want to see you succeed but don't want you to surpass them. And then there are people who really do want you to succeed. So in the video, I just talk about uh, just protecting your dreams so it's nearly complete or to you at a point where those naysayers don't matter so much. So, yeah, that, that is really good um, from a chat room. Very good. I, I like that. I'm all about following your dreams. Thank you for that. I'd like to thank all the people in the chat rooms for coming out. We have, uh, let me see how I get these names, Bernadette, Orlina, Elena, Guest2202, Margie75, Naughty Down, A, Ad, ADVI, uh, Men's and Deke, sorry if I mispronounced these names, and Sprocket Dog. I like that. That's so cool, Sprocket Dog. Um, it reminds me of the Jetsons. Yeah, so thank you all for listening. I hope this information was um, helpful to you. Don't forget to, uh, again, join the Facebook uh, Facebook page. There's loads of information there. There's also many videos for Facebook. There, there are also links to the YouTube channel and the blog. And I have such great news for you. This is gonna. This is my little surprise at the end. The company website is seriously nearly complete. I mean, like we're weeks away. It's ridiculous. We're in the final stages. I am so excited for this. I cannot wait for the unveiling of the company Facebook page. Uh, excuse me, website. I'm just so excited. It's been a couple years in the making. Um, really on my part, I uh, I try to make a website on my own and it work out. So I actually went to the professionals, <laughs> and it's coming along so well. I cannot wait, and I hope you guys enjoy it, enjoy the information. And uh, if you ever talk to me personally, I always say just take the information you want and leave the rest behind because I just love to give out information. I love learning, and they give me information out. So if you love it, awesome. If you don't, that's okay. That's okay. So I really hope today's show was very informative to you, and you have a wonderful, holistic day.
for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.